0: on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. As always, glad you're here with me. Don't know if your day is just getting started or it's winding down or you're somewhere in the middle, but here we are. You and me. I have no desire to drink today it is January 7th 2021 and I trust God I did not always trust God Matter of fact, for a long time, I did not trust God. For a long time. My trust had to be earned. (laughs) And it was earned by experience with looking back and um, seeing God was in it, his plans better, and also from experiencing so much from applying spiritual principles. I'll read something. Have my uh, piping hot cup of uh, French roast coffee. Ready to do this? Aren't you ready to do this? I'm ready to do this. Maybe you're not ready. I don't know. Maybe I'm not ready. No, I am. Page hundred in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. First full paragraph. It's in the chapter Working with Others. <clears throat> talks about sponsorship and doesn't use that word because that word didn't exist at the time but talks about taking people through the steps but this is what it says both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress i have to walk in the path of spiritual progress If you persist, remarkable things will happen. Remarkable things have happened. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. I'll read that again. When we look back, we realize that the things that came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better. Than anything we could have planned That's why I trust God Because I've seen that That has happened in my life Just beyond can't tell you for How grateful I am for all the things That I wanted that did not Work out That were Seemed spiritually sound And were spiritually sound And to the best of my understanding and they were good plans and they had really good motives and everybody would have been happy and I would have been happy. I've had so many plans like that in my life and sitting here today, I'm grateful that none of those plans that I'm thinking about worked out. A lot of them did, but a lot of them didn't. The ones that didn't, Have brought things better than I could have planned. So. I really have faith in. um, This. If I do my best. And I mean that sincerely. Do my best. I don't mean. Say, I'm going to try or I'm going to do better and not mean it, and then deliberately not try. I mean, really, sincerely, with no attempt, no intent to deceive, try my hardest to live the way I think God wants me to live. I have faith. Completely That Everything's fine And it will turn out better than I Could plan I really have faith in that An analogy that I'll use is Like I'm driving in a car You know, when I first get sober, um, I'm so desperate that I let God get in the driver's seat. I don't really care where we go. I just don't care. I'm not even looking. Then I start feeling better and I'm like, where are we? Get out of the driver's seat. I don't understand where we are. Move over. I'm going to drive. I start driving and I say, wait a minute, is this the right neighborhood? God, are you there? God's like, I'm sitting right here. I wish you'd let me drive. No, 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 no. I don't want you to drive. I just want to make sure you're here because I'm going to get off at this really bad off-ramp. I just want to make sure you're with me. Then I got off at this really bad off-ramp Then I'm like, wait a minute, God, are you there? God's like, "Uh uh-huh. Then I get into a really, really not a good neighborhood. Then I crash. Then I say, God, you drive. Please, please. I'm nursing my wounds. I'm not looking again. I'm letting God drive. And then I look around. I'm like, where are we? What the hell's going on? Get out. Move it. I'm driving. That process repeats itself. Since I first got sober. Over and over and over again. But. It has changed. So here's the hope in my message. If you're not already experiencing this. Now when I wake up I say. You know what? Please drive. Please drive. I'm going to ask you. To. To. Help me stay out of your seat. I'm going to be looking for that constantly throughout the day. And I'll get in the driver's seat here and there all the time, but for very short periods of time now, comparatively. Usually I know when I'm in the driver's seat because I'm uncomfortable. Usually, when I'm in, always when I'm in the driver's seat. Usually, at first, maybe it's like, oh, this is going to be fun. But I know when I'm in the driver's seat primarily because I'm not comfortable. I'm very comfortable being comfortable now. So when I start to get uncomfortable, it's usually because I am in the driver's seat, trying to control. I'm driving. This is where we're going to go God are you there? God's like yeah Okay good Because I want to go over here This is how This is where I'm supposed to go So I really trust God Enough to let God drive As soon as I'm aware of the fact That I'm driving now used to not be that way Like I just said, used to be, I would know I was driving, but I needed to. I just needed to. I know I'm driving, but you can drive when we get to that other place. Because this here, I need to drive. That line of thinking is not in me anymore. Part of why I'm having the incredible experience I'm having now. Many times in my life, in my sobriety, I have seemingly had reason to freak out, flip out, panic. And I have. And I've over and over and over again seen, looking back, that it was unnecessary. You can always access God right now. Why? Because God's right there, inside. So we can always find God. It's right there. Right there inside of you. Find God right now. It's pretty cool. Today, I thought I would talk about playing God in a fellowship. And I thought I would share with you several of the very simple ways that I can tell that I'm playing God in AA. With meetings, responses, with with my fellows, how do I identify Myself as playing God Within the fellowship I will tell you And I've touched upon Some of these things In earlier shows but How do I tell Why is this important Because Living in the third step Is not playing God And that includes AA meetings that includes working with my sponsees. Big time. Should be no different. So how can I tell when I'm playing God within the fellowship? Number one for me, I give unsolicited advice. And I have to say, I have felt a burning desire inside me thousands of times to give unsolicited advice. Thousands of times. But it's selfish. Everything that you might be thinking to justify why you do it, I have thought. Well, they need to hear this. Well, they, but the thing is, as I see something they don't. Well, this is the voice of God and they don't have that. So they need to hear it from me right now. All this crap that I have thought. Well, they're not asking, but I'm going to tell them because I, because I know I'm right. That's the thing though. This is an exception. I know that it's selfish however, or but, or whatever, And for myself, I have come to believe and see that that is selfish. Somebody asks me for my opinion, for my perspective, that's a totally different thing. If I have a relationship with somebody where they invite me to do that, that's a different thing. Does it make sense? I'll give you an example of what I mean, just so I don't muddy these waters. What I mean Mm -hmm. is this. If somebody says, what do you think I want to know? That's what I mean. Anything shy of that is not what I mean. (laughs) A lot of times when I'm talking to people, I will eventually it's at some point say, How can I help? And what I'm asking is, do you want me to listen? And I'll say this too. Do you want me to listen? Do you want me to give feedback? Do you want me to give my perspective? What do you want? What would help you right now? But People give unsolicited advice All the live long day Just constantly Giving unsolicited advice Constantly Happens all day I'm around it, see it All, all the time For myself It's not anything other than me Playing God I have learned the majestic things that follow not doing it. Not giving unsolicited advice. Amazing things happen. Amazing things happen. Where I'm really able to help people. I really earn ears as a result of doing that. Not... Giving unsolicited advice um, It's powerful It's a powerful note to play In a song And it ends up being Much more helpful I have discovered for myself If you disagree with all this, fine That's fine <laughs> I know you have the right idea I know that, you know, I know you're an exception I know that, you know, but But they need my gut. You know, I know, I know that countless justifications and rationalizations for giving unsolicited advice. I get it. Can't say that enough. I get it. I am so opinionated and passionate. And I've had a lot of experience with a lot of stuff. And I'm, like I said, thousands of times. Burning inside to give unsolicited advice, but I have come to see it as a form of playing God Number two, I get frustrated in any meeting with what's being shared, how it's being shared How long people share I get judgmental in a meeting. If you give unsolicited advice all day and you're super judgmental in meetings, I just Good. want to say kick back. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is all normal. Not saying. Not meaning to apply ever that these things completely go away. But these are these are forms of playing God for me to work on. That's one of the ways I know I'm playing God. Well I don't like that share. And who cares? Who asked you? Well, you know, and then all the justification, all the self-centered justification for, but however, here's something, you know, it's just the rationalization a justification I can have. Well, everybody has that. (laughs) Everybody rationalizes and justifies. Everyone has a reason for what they do. (laughs) But I'm like, but this is different. You know, I know how this is supposed to go. I know what's supposed to be shared, how it's supposed to be shared, how long you're supposed to talk for, all that. For myself, every time I experience one of these things, it is a red flag for me, an indication that I am playing God in the fellowship. Number three, I've talked about I had a whole show about this, but it's when I get frustrated, angry with, disappointed in, aggravated by, a sponsee. When I get frustrated with, aggravated by, disappointed in, angry at, a sponsee. And everything that I'm sharing with you happens, by the way. Not saying I'm above any of this. I'm telling you these are the things I look for to tell whether or not I'm playing God in the fellowship. When I get those things, feel those things towards the sponsee, it is nothing more than an indication that I need to change my approach and that I am playing God. I have made it about my story, my. Narrative My Outcome I don't know What anyone needs I think I do Often My brain will tell me that I know what somebody needs Happens a lot Doesn't happen very much anymore actually because I've been convinced over the years that I don't know. I might think I know. But I don't know. If I'm mad at a sponsy, it's not about the sponsy; It's about me. I mean, if I really want somebody to get sober and they're having a hard time, that's, that's self-propulsion with good motives. That's it. This is how it's supposed to go. has to go this way. I don't know how it's supposed to go. I don't know who's supposed to stay sober. I don't know who's going to stay sober. I don't know. But every time I do get... Angry at, frustrated with, disappointed in something, I pray. Because I know it is an opportunity for me to grow closer to God and raise the ceiling of compassion. Get out of self more. There's no ceiling. And there's a lot more underneath these three umbrellas, you know, playing matchmaker in AA. This person needs to work with this person. I know it. I have special insight. I mean, everybody tells themselves that. (laughs) Most people. Try to live by self-propulsion. I've done it a thousand times. But I don't know. I don't want to cock block someone's conscience. That happens all the time. What a gross phrase. I'm sorry I said that. I never use that phrase. Now I can see why. It's ugly. <laughs> Especially in that context. <laughs> I don't want to cock block someone's conscience. Gross. <laughs> But you understand my point. Somebody might be thinking, I want to work with that person, and then I come along, you know, you work with that person. Somebody in sobriety, new, not sure how it works, no boundaries, people pleaser, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, I'll work with this person. I don't want to block someone's conscience. Selfish. I do that. And I've learned that because I just had a really awesome conversation one time with the guy who just set me straight on all these things. No. I learned all these things by doing it all wrong. By playing God tens of thousands of times in my sobriety and coming to see it does not help anyone. Despite the periods of time it appears to be. Whenever I play God, there's always these periods, these minor short lived victories. Sound familiar? Where I'm like, you know what? I'm really good at this. This is great. My plan is working here. But there's a bigger pattern that I've seen after a while. Looking back, I really see it's selfish. Everything except empowering someone to follow their own conscience, share as long as they want within certain confines. Not get frustrated by people's process. Not be attached to how it's supposed to go for someone. Not order people around boss people around and With excellent motives The motives don't matter All these things I have come to see Are ways that I play God In the fellowship And I don't want to do that I don't want to play God at home I don't want to play God at the store I don't want to play God at work I don't want to play God On the road I don't want to play God in the fellowship It's one thing I don't want to play God Anywhere. Since a lot of my time is dedicated to the fellowship, it's important for me to know what playing God there looks like. So there it is. I'm going to fold up the cupcake card today. Maybe you ate one. I don't know. One of a shout out to the Black Rhinos International Big Book Study. <clears throat> Give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three, the Sober Gratitudes podcast, podcast greater than yourself, which I think their next season, they're just going to dedicate to my own fitness thing. I think next season, that's going to be my fitness routine. They're going to do 12 episodes and um, I'm just going to talk about how incredible you know one part of me looks in it in each episode so we'll do 12 times I could go I can make it like a much longer series but I don't want to be selfish so and if anybody (laughs) from that podcast is listening to this I do apologize none of that's true I want to give a shout out to my friends and uh Yeah. Very aware of the amount of people who are hurting Frustrated, sad, scared Because of the world Because of personal things And because of both And I just Wish I could give you a hug Tell you everything is okay Alright Everything's okay And I have a photo shoot now with a gorgeous man daily. It's a newsletter. I'm just going to stop. But I am going to go try to pack things into the stream of life today. See what I can contribute. Not make anybody's life more challenging today. It's challenging enough. Nobody needs my help. That note I am going to go try to live a life that was worth the saving and I hope you'll do the same